the greatest saga of all time is coming to the big screen. Experience the wonder. Welcome to the Knights of Vader, a Star Wars podcast. It is August 2nd, 2018, and we're talking the episode 9 casting announcement. My name is Zach Weber. Tonight, I am joined by Mark. Hello, everyone. And Zenger. I'm going to get ahead of the story this time, you guys. I may or may not have written a book about um, Chewbacca erotica. Getting ahead of the story. Oh, so you're one of those, uh, much like the like was the Virginia candidate that 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 like part of like a Bigfoot like sex cult or something? No, 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 just just <laughs> Chewbacca, just Chewbacca. So you're part of the sect that sect that worships only Chewbacca? Yes. Okay, Zanger, please please give our audience a little bit of context on this. Okay, there is a congressman running in the Charlottesville area that it came out recently that it was pointed out that he. It has written or is writing a book called The Mating Habits of Sasquatch and the Women Who Want Him. And this was used against him and has been just the most hilarious thing I have ever seen in politics recently. Not the most hilarious thing, but definitely ranks up there. Yeah, Mark, this is in the last couple of weeks or so. That Sasquatch uh, erotica has so. been name-dropped in a debate. Probably will be name-dropped later in a debate. I can't wait. It's exciting. At this point, I think it'd be two weeks ago, or who knows when this episode's coming out. Wars. Sometime in the future. Sometime. But the present for you listening, or yes. the past for you who have listened. It was announced that Daisy Ridley, Adam Driver, John Boyega, Oscar Isaac, Lupita Nyong'o, Donald Gleason, Kelly Marie Tran, uh, Chewbacca Man, and Billy Lord are all returning for episode nine, along with Naomi Aki, Richard E. Grant, and Carrie Russell, who was added after the press release came out, but before the Star Wars show's casting announcement. But they'll also be joined by part of the legacy characters, or legacy character actors, Mark Hamill, Anthony Daniels, and Billy D. Williams. And Leia Organa will be reprised by Carrie Fisher using a combination of smoke mirrors and petroleum jelly on the lens of the camera and um, on the eyes of every single audience member throughout the world. I'm pretty sure JJ's going to have, like, they're going to, like, buy out all the jelly factories and just be, like, smother it on people's eyes. And be like, ah, JJ, Thanks for coming the to the theater. That's what you get instead of, like, a, like a little, like, special, like, uh, commemorative ticket. You get, like, a little thing of, like, Vaseline, like, petroleum smeared jelly. on your face. Smeared, smeared on your eyes. Oh, that's kind of burning. <laughs> just, just to make it look like, it's like that doesn't look exactly like Carrie Fisher. And you hear JJ, shut up. He's in every theater. He's in every theater. Um, Ryan Johnson's in the corner just giggling the entire time. But anyway, though, so guys, anything right off the bat? Because I, ha- I am chock full of hot takes about this. Anything that you guys want to get off your chest before I go off on a 10-minute rant? Um, r- real quick, was there like a little, because the uh, press release uh, also Put on announced that they were going to start filming today. Actually, July. Uh, no, uh, yeah, today the, today's the first, right? Oh, no, nope. it was yesterday. Yeah, uh, they're gonna they're gonna start filming uh, you know, as of yesterday. Um, but was there like a video that came out or anything yesterday or today about it? There's a picture. JJ has like a picture of like I think it's a a camera or something. It has the like it has like the the episode nine IX Roman numeral nine. That's kind of, I think, that came out yesterday. 
Okay. Uh, but no, I, I didn't see a, uh, a set video or anything like that. It's just it's something he tweeted. Okay, I was just, I was just curious because I remember when the, when the episode uh, eight recording uh, was started, Ryan Johnson put out a video and stuff, but it was like you know like a take from like Octo scene. I gotta find that because I haven't seen it yet, but you know, I'm sure it's just you know. It's yeah, but, but no. going to Mark's thing with that picture in the in in the picture, you can see a very oh obviously an out of focus John Boyega, and he's wearing some sort of vest, and he's sitting in front of some sort of console with somebody else sitting next to him. Could be the, uh, the looks like the cockpit of the Millennium Falcon, but who knows? Yeah, it's probably the Millennium Falcon. But Zenger, what are your thoughts on all this? Not surprised. Mark Hamill's coming back. Zenger, he died. Force Ghost. That's not even me stretching, by the way. Uh, <laughs> Force Ghost Man. flashbacks. Take your pick. Uh, Billy sense. D. Williams. Not surprised. Uh, everyone wants him to come back. Uh, the Carrie Fisher thing. I think it's interesting how they're gonna do it. And I as as. I mean, it's sad what happened, but at the same time, I'm kind of glad they're not just going to kill her off camera. Or maybe they do, and there's flash. I don't know. See, that's the thing. Star Wars isn't big on flashbacks. That's the thing, though. I'm I'm thinking flashback. Though it's probably more than likely that because the announcement said you know they're going to use un you know unreleased footage from Force Awakens, uh, you know, for to for her portrayal in this movie. So I'm thinking most likely that's going to happen. Um, but I'm. I, I'm sorry, just to finish, I'm really glad that the new Boba Fett will make their return. <laughs> it's worth noting that Gwendolyn Can anyone Christie, guess who the new Boba Fett is? You've said this before. But I have said this before, and it's who's true. Who's the new Boba Fett? Oh, uh, Moss. Yep. Moss is the new Boba Fett. I forgot if I could go, yep. I have to go all the way back to the last Jedi review for you to say that. Uh, they put was. Was Lupita Nyong'o announced in that press release? I don't remember. Yes. She's, uh, I think, fifth listed. Okay. Um, but Gwendolyn Christie isn't. Okay, so she's she's totally dead. All right. Her character's totally dead. All right. That so we that... know of. Oh, I don't want Fast to be dead. Oh, also, also another one. Um, DJ's like missing. Like yeah, that, that, that one. Hold on. Allow me to see how many people care. I was There's no one here. Anyone yeah. on your guys' side? I don't know. I was kind of cute. I thought he might come back. You know, it, there, um, there isn't mobs of people outside of your guys' places picketing that this has not been, that we are not going to see any more of DJ. There's a mob that's worshiping my uh, DJ figures. I mean, <laughs> all three of them. <laughs> so you're right. All three figures are all three people. Both. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! But like, yeah, why is this funny? Going back to the Last Jedi, like, is there a character that like everybody just like collectively like shrugged their sh- like? Think about it. the Last Jedi is now like considered like, like a super controversial film, and yet that character I think is the most like indifferent like new character ever added to Star Wars. Like, does anybody have any strong opinions about that character? I I have strong opinions about knowing what his name like what DJ stands for. Disc jockey? Oh, it stands for don't join. Pretty sure it means disc jockey. Well, in this sense, it's supposed to mean don't join, I think. Uh, I'm pretty sure. I think he likes uh, dropping the bass, if you get my drift. Uh, 
Yeah, I, I think he, I have a feeling that he will come back, but it'll probably just be like a side character or something. And um, we should have DJ a Star Wars story. Yeah, you know, heck, you know they should have not. You know, with um, with a uh, Maskinad, like very small row in the the Last Jedi. You know, they, they didn't even need her name on the you know being announced for that movie. But whatever, you know, I guess just to continue on the trend. I mean, just because a name isn't on the, you know, on the press release doesn't mean that they're not going to be in the movie at all. I mean, you know, we, we saw, you know, Frank Oz and his portrayal of Yoda in episode eight. And we, that was a surprise. I mean, we didn't see that. So what you're saying, Mark, Snoke will definitely be back and alive because he's Darth Plagueis. Hey, could be true. Anything's possible, you know. You heard it here, folks. Mark has Mark from his insider source from Lucasfilm has said Snoke will be back because he's not dead and because he's Plagueis. Send all Hot send day. all Hot send day. all flaming torches and pitchforks to Mark Fan Patriot. That reminds me, I gotta see what that new Lego said. Um, Snoke's throne room has come out yet. Um, oh man, Mark, did you buy the Lego Castle Run Millennium Falcon yet? No, I have not. That's got to uh, be going on clearance soon, so you got you got to keep an eye out for that. All right, I'll keep an eye out. Uh, I'm actually thinking about ex- extending my Lego City with a few new sets I saw. But and the Lego Millennium Falcon can fly above it. it can be a shuttle service. Maybe ah, that roller coaster is just so tempting. I mean, especially oh, when you add motors to it. Oh man! And then that new hospital that just came out, and it even came out with a with a mother, father, and baby. You know, like. A, you know, like a maternity, uh, you know, table thing, like you know, where they're giving birth at. It looks like it. It looks like it. But anyhow, um, Mark oh, Mark isn't excited about the Lego Kessel Run Millennium Falcon, but a maternity ward Lego set. He's like, shove and take my money. <laughs> no, no, it's just a, it's just a it's just a hospital, a new hospital. So that hasn't come out in years for Lego on, on the Lego City line. Apparently, one of the rooms looks like you know, it's a room where you know deliveries happen. Anyhow. Anyhow, folks, he's gotten more excited about baby Lego minifigs than he did about a Kessel Run Lego Money of Falcon. Uh, going back to Star Wars, so this is uh, this is all my hot takes. One thing we didn't mention, I didn't mention this, is that they're claiming this is going to be the the final installment of the Skywalker saga. I said it last week in the um, my Thrawn alliances review. That's BS. I don't believe that for a second. The same way Episode Three was the last Star Wars film. I know obviously they're not saying the last Star Wars film, they're saying the last Skywalker film. As long as Daisy Ridley and Adam Driver are still alive, there's never going to be an end to the Skywalker saga. I've joked before, poor Daisy Ridley will like sixty years from now will be in a nursing home with like a walker and, and whoever the fifth CEO from now for Disney is gonna be like shoving a lightsaber in her hands, being like, Say it, Daisy, say it. But but I wanna I wanna rest. Say it. May the force be with you. It's just going to be, like I said, Disney's never going to stop with this, folks. They're going to put the main saga films on ice for a few years. But I would say no sooner than 2029, you'll have episode. That'll be the big one. By 2020, maybe 2029, 2030, you will have episode 10. (laughs) That's fine. Not far away from now. It's only 10 years from now, folks. I I think they're saying it like that because... Yeah, you know, we they already announced that uh, we're getting that trilogy that Ryan Johnson is overseeing, and then that other set of movies with the uh, Game of Thrones guys, and uh, so that's why they're saying it like that. And you know, I wouldn't be surprised if that they continue on, you know, Skywalker uh, based, um, you know, stories. Um, 
So I, I'm just, that's my take that they're just saying it like that because of other stuff that they already announced. Well, it's so. a marketing, it's a marketing tactic. It's the same thing they did with Avengers Infinity War. It's, it's, it's think about those that there's so many, again, I don't want to put down people, but there are so many people that are just naive or gullible who see that and feel like, oh, we're going to have some conclusion to this. Which, again, if they actually end it, that'd be great. Like, like if, if, like, let's, again, for the sake of argument, let's just assume the fact that Ray Ray is not anybody else. She's not an Obi-Wan. She's not a, a Skywalker or a Solo. And she, or and Kylo Ren dies. Like, that'd be great. Like, if they actually put, like, a, a firm full stop to this, uh, it would make, I couldn't be happier. But they're just not going to do that, or or they're going to do. Right. They're, they're going to open the door later on. And going back to again, I kind of said this already though, but it's going to be like Avengers: Infinity War. Like Marvel's never going to stop making films. Yet Infinity War was sold as the end of the MCU, which couldn't be further from the truth. Like by the time Avengers: Infinity War Part Two is done, like maybe two characters will be dead after all that. It's 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 not. It's it's what's the word? One door shutting, another one opening. That that, that right. doesn't mean anything final, right? And, you know, I, I do want to go back. I just just to argue a little bit with you, what you said earlier about um, you know, like, push back, Mark, push back. No, I'm just saying about the comment about how um, you said that uh, episode three was sold as the last Skywalker film. Um, you can't really compare that situation with 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 now because. That really was. I mean, for the longest time, you know, um, George Lucas was saying that, you know, the the story of, you know, from episode one through episode six was a, was the entire story of Darth Vader and stuff, and that's all Star Wars is. Um, he said that for a long time. You know, Lucas um, is okay. Okay, I'm, I'm glad you so brought you that really, up. Mark. You can't. It's a false equivalent. Is what I'm saying. No, yeah. no, it's not. It's not because Lucas. Lucas, no, because that was a marketing tactic. Return of the Jedi was going to be the last Star Wars film. Lucas has gone on record saying he had six films planned or nine, or he had. He even said once he had twelve films planned. It, it depended on which way. The, I think uh, also Chris from our Facebook group. He also is, we've talked about this. Check out our Facebook group. Type in Knights of Vader in the Facebook, and you have some great interactions amongst like three of us. Meet the Pork Knight. Anyway, though, so Chris and I were talking, and it's like yes, Lucas had some of this stuff planned out though, but. Again, that was the fun thing about Lucas. Lucas had all the money in the world. He could decide what he wanted to do. Again, there's the infamous clip from his 60 Minutes interview in 2005 where the the interviewer said, so there's no more films after this, no episode seven. No. And he did. Lucas, there's never, again, it's a marketing tactic. And and that's fine. Like I don't expect the, the people on the street, the common movie goer, or as Jack likes to call them, the filthy casuals, I don't think they... I, 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 don't, I don't blame them for not being privy to this, though. But to the Star Wars fans who have been steeped in this stuff for decades, they should know better than to be like, oh, wow, this is the end of this. It's, so, it's not, though. It's never so, going to be the end of it. So let me ask you this. Say um, Disney never came to Lucasfilm, to George Lucas, and, and to, to tell him that they want to. They're interested in buying Lucasfilm. Let's, well, let's say that. Well, let's, let's say well, that never happened in twenty. Well, first of all, Lucas went. Lucas went to them. Lucas wanted to sell it to them, and, and Bob Iger took out his checkbook and said, "Tell me how much, George." Okay, let, let's say um, Lucas never went to them at all. Do you think that Lucas would have gone ahead with Episode Seven, Eight, Nine? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He want because he has what was happening was that the brand was becoming stale. The, the TV show wasn't due, according to Pablo Hidalgo, which I still, I think the math on this is rather shaky, but he, ha- he knows the numbers I don't. 
he claims that the Clone Wars series was losing money. I don't know how, considering the fact that Cartoon Network wrote them a check for the TV licensing rights. Um, and then when they held the toy sales from Clone Wars, I would imagine Lucas was going to make, make them. I, I, I don't know whether he would have directed them, but as the CEO of Lucasfilm, the, comp- the private organization, it probably, if he didn't direct all three, he probably would have directed the first one and then either hired a friend like Ron Howard or Steven Spielberg to direct the, the subsequent ones. I think because he needed, he needed new energy into the brand. I, I think I think that was also our very first episode. I think, or yeah, it was our very first episode of the podcast. I was trying to figure out what would have happened to Star Wars if it weren't for Disney. It, it, I, again, I think the sequel trilogy was inevitable. I think you had all three all right. actors at the right age. You had Mark Hamill, Carrie Fisher, and, and Harrison Ford. It was just it was begging to be made, one all way right. or another. Gotcha. All right, you changed my mind. Um, oh no, I'm not trying to convince. Uh, for the record, folks, I'm not trying to shove my ideas down anybody's throat. I'm not. I, I never want anyone to think that. I'm never telling you what to think. I'm just giving you my perspective and just my my observations on the fandom. Because I know when this happened, there are people like sitting there like putting the crying emoji. It's like this this is the end of an era. It's like, folks, the sequel trilogy is four years long. Like, come on, this is not the end of an era. This is called this is a blip in the grand scheme of Star Wars. It, it's like Clone Wars. Clone Wars lasted longer exactly. than this. If they actually do put a firm end to it. I give them credit for that. Like again, if they do that, by all means. Again, we do have Jar Jar Abrams involved with this. The man again traffics in nostalgia. If if we don't get a okay, this brings us to this. Okay, okay, perfect. Because considering it's, I think Zenger, you said you were going the sleep mode, Mark. I think Zenger took the sleep mode cue, and not you. Um, going back to the story that I posted in our group chat. Oh, I'm about, not going there, there yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Screen Rant article. Well, just okay. A couple days ago, I found the Screen Rant article, or somebody shared it. Whoever shared it, uh, I apologize for not remembering who it was. But uh, Screen Rant is kind of like right. Screen Rant's a, a fake news website, right, Mark? I consider Screen Rant like these, uh, you know, geek culture clickbait site. You know? Clickbait. That's the right word. Thank you. Um, it's a I clickbait mean, site. Go ahead. No, no, say. Um, I mean, they may get, get come up with some fake newsy stuff, you know, but. More of like their uh, analysis and stuff that would be as as that, but yeah, no go. All oh, right, no, you're, it's, you're it's right. A, I misspoke. It's, it's a pop culture clickbait site, you know. Gotcha. Um, but anyway, though, the, the name of the article from Screen Rant was "Force Awakens Deleted Story Real." Eh. Force Awakens Deleted Story Reveals Leia Star Wars Nine Role, and the whole article discusses the fact that in the press release they say that Jar Jar is going to sit there use unused footage from the force awakens and that's how he's going to bring leia back no cgi no uh smearing petroleum jelly in everybody's eyes in all the theaters across the fruitful plain and their rationale screen rant is that there was again this is going back okay, i want to get into the little time machines for a second go back to the spring and summer and early fall of 2015 when making Star Wars, I think it was in May of 2015, put out a a rather detailed like story outline of The Force Awakens, roughly seven months before the movie came out. And one of the, God, the whole plot of General Leia was that she was going to have a weapon called like the Sledgehammer or the Warhammer or something hammer. And what it was going to be, if, you actually, if anybody out there has their Art of Force Awakens book, if you go to page 180, you can actually see some of the concept art for this. 
But back during the whole time of like spoilers and stuff for not spoilers, but in the hype for the Force Awakens, this was going to be a major plot of the of the film. Where during the attack on Starkiller Base, Leia was going to have this weapon called the Something Hammer, and what was going to be used? It was going to be used as a way of punching through enemy shields. According to like story outlines from making Star Wars, it was supposed to it would treat star destroyers like tinker toys it could just it could blow right through them with very little effort and as you anybody who's seen the force awakens can tell you that element of the supposed script never made it into the final film and so a lot of people just right. figured it was just wires that got crossed on making star wars's end and, and again other sites where you get spoiler leaks and things like that and again i think mark and i have talked about it a couple times in the last year or so Right, and, was, I remember. Uh, um, I remember that stuff. Uh, you know, making Star Wars was on top of that. Yeah, no. If you if you go in the Screen Rant article, they actually link to the uh, May 2015 outline by making Star Wars, and it's incredible. It's in retrospect, it's amazingly spot on, and it even goes into some details because in the lead up to Force Awakens, the MacGuffin of that film was supposed to be the Luke Empire Strikes Back lightsaber. That was like, I remember for months, if not even, I think it was even during the winter of 2014, the film, the opening shot of the film was supposed to be Luke's lightsaber just like floating through space as it like crashes right. into Jakku. That was, that was, and that was supposed to be the whole MacGuffin of the film. That's why Poe went to Lor Senteca, BB-8 was carrying the lightsaber, not the piece of the map. And the screen, I give Screen Rant credit for this. For a light, a site that's known for clickbaity stuff, they actually do a fair amount of like compelling research and compiling in a way that actually makes it seem rather plausible. And their overall, uh, long story short, even though I've talked the last five minutes, they claim that probably a lot of this Warhammer sledgehammer subplot, or or I guess main plot for Leia, is probably what's going to be recycled for Episode Nine. Right, they're, they're theorizing. I, it, it, I mean, they're, they're not making the claim that they are. It's just, it was a theory uh, based on you know these rumors. Uh, hey, Zach, what was the page again? I, I got I got the book in front of me. The, the one eighty art book. One eighty uh, of the art of the Force Awakens book. Let me see here because I I like to buy the uh, art books uh, for the main Star Wars movies. Well, you're looking out, Mark Zenger. What's your opinion on all this? I'm just really happy Alex Hirsch has a new show coming out. I hope it's a continuation of Gravity Falls somehow. <laughs> so, so you're that removed from this conversation? To an extent, yes. All right, you I found found to be fair, I looked up, um, was looking up Mark Hamill to make sure I had the list in front of me of who got cast. Looked up other stuff Mark Hamill had done. I'm like, oh, wait, he was on an episode of Gravity Falls? I don't remember that episode. So I looked that up. I was like, oh, what's Alex Hirsch up to? And then I realized he's a uh, early script play. He scripted the um, Detective Pikachu, but I don't think he's like the official Ooh. person who did the script and is working on untitled projects. So I hope it's something Gravity Falls related. Oh, All right, Mark. That, that Pikachu uh, Zenger, Zenger, Zenger uh, handed the baton back to you. So what do you uh, want to say from the book? That was quick. So um, now you got me thinking about P the Detective Pikachu movie. Uh, <laughs> but, but, any but anyhow... I do find it. It's a uh, so there's a, like three pictures on the top called Warhammer Blockout two, three, and five. Resistance Warhammer was crazy. So this is a quote from D. Demartini. Um, I guess somebody that was working on this. 
The resistance Warhammer was crazy. Imagine this huge ship that had the that has this really strong front that could actually penetrate a shield and then deploy ships through it. Then there's this other big picture here. It's called Warhammer Attack by Chang. I guess that's Doug Chang. It sounds to me like this Warhammer thing was more of like a big ship that carried ships kind of thing than like some so sort ship, of like shipping ships with ships in it. Yeah, uh, uh, or actually, it was more like My a. Brain. It was more like a. The, 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 oh, it was more like a thing like a. Something like like a thing that like um, like a large shield that would like penetrate through other shields or just penetrate through or like something that you would push against like ships and then just kind of ships would obliterate on contact kind of thing. Well, yeah, it's it, it's supposed to be it punches a hole. That's what it's supposed to do. It's supposed yeah, to punch a it. hole through the shield and let and let. Kind of like a Trojan horse. Imagine a Trojan horse with a battering ram in the front of it. Yeah, it's a, it's a battery ram essentially. Um, I, I thought that this was like I, when I first read the rumor, I thought it was more like just like a laser cannon that just like shot, you know, laser like you know, like a like a Death Star type of thing. Um, that's what I was. Well, thinking. yeah, and that's oh yeah, that's supposed to be the fact that the and that was supposed to and again the Screen Rant article also brings this up that that was also supposed to be part of General Leia's not transformation, but the reason why the the New Republic kind of distance themselves from leia was that she was supposed to come much more militaristic she was not supposed to be this kind of like the same character she was 30 years earlier she was, she was going to be much more hardened think like a difference between sarah connor from terminator to terminator 2 she was going to be much more hardened much more battle ready and the whole plot of of the the battle the warhammer or whoever it was was supposed to be that it gets destroyed in the process on the attack of star killer base and all that's left is pose two squadrons of x-wings and they were the resistance last hope of destroying star killer base and so so the article again like mark says is theorizing that maybe that's how that's where the majority of this reshot footage comes from they even make a point too again saying that the a lot of the the stuff around luke skywalker and the map to octo is very what's the word edited very bizarrely sometimes and so that could again that could be not only because again we all know the infamous shot from the from the second trailer or the first main trailer where maz hands leia the lightsaber i have my own opinions on how they're going to bring leia back but i I'm, think this will be a neat this will be a nice foundation for whatever we're going to do right I, i'm still of the opinion that this is going to be a flashback thing that they're going to do with with this this footage and you know it's not far fetched. Um, it's it's been done in other movies. Um, Movie, said, yeah. Uh, well, no, it's been done in a couple it's of done other movies. movies. And, and um, you know, not necessarily because the actor or actors you know died. Uh, it's just been done. Um, yeah, I mentioned that example of a uh, from that one movie. Uh, I, I know it's completely different, but this was like the um, completely different genre. But yeah, the movie Once Upon a Time in Mexico. Basically, from that El Mariachi uh, trilogy, the second movie was called well, the second movie Desperado. You had Antonio Banderas and Salma Hayek. The third movie didn't have Salma Hayek, but it had flashbacks of a, uh, you know, of when um, of with that included Salma Hayek's character in there with uh, Antonio Banderas's character. So, it's 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 not impossible. It's you know, I and that's why I think that this is most likely route that they're gonna have. It's gonna be flashbacks, but like I said, I'm. Anything is possible. 
So I could be totally wrong on this. So. All right, Zanger, do you have anything to add to this? You get spit in our faces again. Splash cold water. I got nothing. He's hawking a loogie right now. Um, no, I mean, it. I don't know. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, did they did they reveal all the scenes that were shot for... Because I, like, I thought they had some of the deleted scenes and stuff on, like, the so, Blu-ray. You know, I think it's interesting, though, is, like, there are so many deleted scenes. Even going back to, like, the original trilogy, there are there are still rumored scenes for those films that we have not seen. Like, that, that there's evidence, whether it be, like, on-set photography... There are there's so much stuff out there that we haven't seen from those films, and considering how secretive Jar Jar Abrams is, I okay, Zanger, what's the okay? Like you, you, when you want to be like conspiratorial and Alex Jonesy, you put your tinfoil hat on. What mm-hmm. is the equivalent for that for being extremely cynical? Is there is it what what kind of hat do you put on if you want to be really cynical and jaded? Well, I just put on and I call it my Zach hat. There we go. I, I like it. I know we keep you around for a reason, Zenger. All right, everybody. I want you to put on your Zach hats right now because we're going to get really cynical and jaded. Like, brace yourselves. We're, go- we're going into the deep end right here. All right, all right. So, I got a theory. <laughs> right. can, can I be jaded first? Yeah, you can be jaded. I got a theory. Go, so, go ahead, Mark. Go tell me your theory first and then I'll crap on it. Go on. Okay, so here's what I think is going to happen. In Take off your Zach hats for this portion of the podcast, folks. <laughs> Here's, here's what I think is going to happen in episode 9 uh, when it comes to the Leia stuff. We're going to be a couple years ahead from the events of The Last Jedi. You know, resistance stuff is going on. turns out that, you know, Leia has retired from, you know, stuff. She's back home somewhere. So that's why that explains the absence of her in the film. And then one of the characters, you know, talks about something that, Leia had talked about years ago and, and because this is probably the last you know they're talking about the last solution that they can go to to finally defeat the first order and they think back one of these characters thinks back to an interaction he or she had with Leia General Leia years ago and that's where the scenes are used that have Le- they have Carrie Fisher in and there we go so that's how I think it's going to happen think Paul Walker uh, character absence in the eighth Fast and Furious movie, but with uh, scenes of Paul Walker in them. But of course, that obviously didn't happen. But think that you know, remember they retired his character. Uh, they, he got he's retired in Fast and Furious Eight. He's retired, so that's how it explains his absence in the film. This may happen with Carrie Fisher's character Leia. That's how they're going to explain it. She retired. That's my theory. So, anyways. Start crapping on it. Exactly. Will, will, will they play at the end of the film? Will they play "See You Again" by Charlie Puth and Wiz Khalifa? No, that would have happened. That didn't. That would if that had happened. That would have happened in episode eight. So, and we didn't get that. Although we did get, you know, what, what did we get in the episode? I gotta watch the credits again. You know, we got what we got in the credits. You know, rest in peace, uh, Carrie Fisher. That's what we got in the credits. So I would like to believe that at the end of episode nine, based on what Mark just told us. Ray and Kylo Ren will pull up to like the intergalactic version of like a red light, and then like right next to them, Carrie Fisher will pull up another spaceship and like with a really weird like CGI uncanny valley effect, like look into their like cockpit and like smile, and then like they'll slowly start to like drive off into space. And then one of like like one of the roads will like slightly veer off to the left, and as you hear, and we'll see you again. No. Nope, ah! nope. 
too late. It's too late. It's too late. I mean, that, uh, it's never too late for that, Charlie. That, that would have happened. In, if that happened, that should have happened in episode eight, and we did not get that. But well, we do. A, what we'll do, we'll, we'll do a special edition to the, the Last Jedi. That's what they'll play before episode nine. They do like the triple feature of Force Awakens, Last Jedi, and people are really re- maybe when they do that remake of the Last Jedi, that will be the that'll be the end of the movie. <laughs> oh god don't even get me started on that silly thing all right see we're make okay uh, remake the last jedi folks um uh, we, we, we have your ending we'll, we'll donate uh zenger how much money we, we do you donated what 50 million dollars last week or a couple weeks ago yeah i don't have to pay it because um you just say you're gonna donate money <laughs> all right can we can part of your 50 million dollar um gift or Investment, if we can call it that, can you please add an earmark saying they have to have that as the final scene of the film? Uh, considering I've been hired to write it, by hired to write, I mean I just said that. So since it is recorded on audio format, that is a legally binding contract for whatever they're trying to do. I will make sure to include it. All right, mm-hmm. you, you heard it here, folks. The remake of the Last Jedi. You know what the final scene was. I guess we should have said spoiler alert. Nah, there'll be more crazier stuff before that. Oh, okay, have Luke good. Saber have a, I mean, <laughs> Luke Skywalker have a lightsaber fight. Yeah, like that's real. Right. Like he's there. <laughs> like, it's, the exact, like, it's the exact same scene, but he's just there. We don't yeah, know. Yeah, and, and, there. and there's one point where he like hits lightsabers with with Kylo Ren. He looks straight into the camera and goes, "Bet you thought I was some Force illusion, didn't you? I'm really here." And they and then sunglasses fall from the sky and land on him, and he goes yeah, and then starts fighting again. I was gonna say then, then uh, like like much like like CSI Miami and David Caruso, like I could, uh, the Who song would start playing. Yeah. Uh, yeah but, I, by, I, by the way, I accept my um, Academy Awards and <laughs> Emmys and everything um, in person, so you don't need a stand-in. Spell all Z, right. Spell Z. That whole campaign is kind of dumb. When like the prequels, like people were talking about wanting the prequels to be remade, that never happened. So that never. Oh happened. no! You really you can remake the prequels. You just have to remake episode two. It doesn't change much. You can just change a few things, and it makes it a good movie. Not that hard. Uh, it's a masterpiece already. Sorry. So. I, I'm sorry. I think <laughs> <you're so. laughs> All right, let's not, let's not get into episode two stuff here. Attack of the Clones, the greatest, a great film or the greatest film ever made. You decide, audience. Or a film re- that people watched. Singer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was a tagline on the DVD box by Zenger. A film, comma, that people watched. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Lord. Um, all right, everybody. Okay, Mark and me has put our way our Zach caps. Now we're putting it back on our Zach caps. We're going to get real uh, Mine fits kind of tight. <laughs> you got to say that. You got to be cynical even about the hat you wear. <laughs> yes. Um, it's, it's very. It's like made out of wool. Like it overheats. Um, it's really itchy. It's the worst kind of hat possible. So no, when I first heard about they're bringing back Carrie Fisher in this way, and um, George, the what? <laughs> the hat says Zach Attack. <laughs> it says Zach the Lego Maniac on it. Um, Mark doesn't get that reference. If you listen to the Cinematics podcast, you would get that reference. But that's a story for another day. Anyway, though, Zach Hat. So when I first heard this, I, I was very cynical when Jar Jar Abrams said along the lines of, oh, we're going to use all, like, no di- no like digital character, no like voice trickery. This is going to be all reused footage. I'm like, oh, shut up, Jar Jar. It's like, okay, people have to realize with today's digital technology, 
if they want to do something like this, it's not going to be a a Princess Leia at the end of Rogue One. Not a completely CGI character in the sense of, I guess, plastering a young Carrie Fisher face on a real-life actress's face. I remember if anybody has their Episode 1 DVDs, if you go and look at the special features for that, and this was all like during like 1998, there was a sequence in like I think the behind-the-scenes documentary for The Phantom Menace where Lucas is in the editing bay, and it's a sequence in the cockpit of the Naboo Royal Starship, and Lucas was doing something. I forget the exact characters, but I think it was Rick Oley was involved. And Lucas was doing some sort of like editing trick where they like, I think something happened where there was like a continuity error with like somebody's hands like in the wrong location. And the editor turned around to Lucas and was like, don't worry, we got this. And Lucas is like, what do you mean you got this? And, how, and this was in 1998. The editor actually did, like, was able to merge. The two shot. They, I guess they had two different. They had two different um, takes, and they were actually were able to like merge the takes. So like half of the half of the, the the frame was the actor saying the line or the delivery that Lucas wanted, but they merged it with a take that had the correct continuity of where the actor's hand was, and it was seamless. And, and Phantom Menace was, I think, the last film... See, that-, that doesn't fix this scene, though. I wanted you to put Jar Jar in it. But he's... But, but, but Mr. Mr. Lucas, he's, he's with, he's with Qui-Gon. Padres, remember? Why can't he be in both places at once? <laughs> now, that's the movie we needed. That's, now, that's the movie I'd like to see remade. More Jar Jar. More Jar Jar everywhere. Anyway, but that's to show you, folks. That's what they were able to do with technology twenty years ago. So, if if think about how technology has grown exponentially since then, just because JJ has, he's not going to reuse old footage like in the most archaic, contrived way possible. We're just going to see footage that's like out of context poorly shoehorned into this film it's good i think i'm gonna i'm gonna make a a prediction right now this is my first episode nine prediction you can put it in the bank when we walk out no 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 no. i want to get mine in first it's a movie it's a movie i think we all can agree on that but thank you nailed it (sighs) nailed it i i'm going on record put it in the bank when we walk out of that film we're all gonna say quote wow I'm surprised there's as much Carrie Fisher in this as there is. Or as there was. Sorry, folks. The, uh, past, the, the future, present, and past tense of that is kind of a little awkward. But I'm willing to say we're going to get a lot more Carrie Fisher in this than anyone could ever imagine. I'm not going to say she's going to be in the film 100%, but it's going to be a lot more than anyone can imagine. Because what they're going to do, if J.J. really did have a whole subplot, to or not even this again i keep saying subplot if, if jj had an entire plot for leia that was never used in force awakens you could put and all you got and think about too if you have actor in today's day with all the talented voice actors out there you could very easily have voice actors doing her voice and just every time not every time but i mean like in certain sequences that don't like let's take for let's say for example leia is in the warhammer or she's directing it from somewhere and she says something that conflicts with a direction that, like, episode nine's plot is going. All you have to do, in, like, for, like, three lines, 
not three lines, three words of a line of like dialogue, just have a, uh, a voice actor saying it off screen. And they can do that because you don't have, again, you can hire a voice actor and not have to credit them. Like if, if, as long as they agree to it and you pay them a nice amount of money to keep their mouth shut, you can do that. And guess what? No, it, no one would be the wiser. Like there's so much trickery you can do in Hollywood say it's not even trickery trickery is not the right word it's just masterful editing as much as I make fun of Jar Jar Abrams the man understands his craft even though he's he's maybe creatively bankrupt when it comes to stories and, and advancing Having plots <laughs> that aside when it comes to filmmaking the man knows how to sit there put together a sleek slick film and that's what I'm trying to say it's, just because it's stitched it's, together with lens flares. Nah, he hasn't done that since Into Darkness. Are you sure? We I'm don't check sure. any of his movies. Well, he has to know him. he's only made one film since Into Darkness. That was Star Wars. Exactly. There's not many uh, lens flares in that. I don't think you're paying attention enough. <laughs> There's some, but not as many as there was in the Star Trek reboots. But no, but okay, Walt, right before we take off the Zach cap, that's at this point cutting off circulation to everybody's head. It's leaving a, it's, leaving, it's giving you a horrible hat hair. Uh, just saying now, do not, much like the final installment of the Star Wars saga, when they say it, they're just going to use straight up recycled footage. It's, it's yes, that's going to be the foundation for Leia. It's going to be recycled footage, but there's going to be a lot of, of hiding scenes of different sorts of uh, editing trickery involved a lot of it digitally based again mark my words we're all going to be surprised how much leia there was in this film uh snide remark from zenger uh i was about to i was just thinking i'm like he's covering his bases because if she's not in it that much he could be like see i was still right no oh no oh no I'll, 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 I'll put my i'll put some money where my mouth is I, I i i can i think she's going to be used as much as she was in last jedi if not more Okay, fine. All right. Put your money where your mouth is. If she's not in it that much, I get to have an entire episode where I just scream at you about how terrible episode two is. You have to put up with Mark. Does Mark, Mark get the alpha rebuttal at least? He can have a rebuttal episode. I won't listen to it, but he can have one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mark, do you, do you agree to those terms? Uh, yes. Thank you. <laughs> Oh dear. So, so Zenger, are you are you going to spit my, you got in my face again, or do you have anything uh, constructive to say? No, uh, no, I, I I've been coherent again. I just I said the not earlier coherent, part. Constructive. Eh, that's not something I think I can do. But anyways, um, no, I I think that you do bring up a good point. And yes, there is a lot of movie magic they can do that's outside of what everyone just assumes they can do. So. We'll see what happens. I'm not. I, I don't know. It's. It's. I'm. I'm interested to see how they're going to utilize it. I think it's also I going think. to be okay. Quick, folks, we're putting we're putting the Zach hat back on one more time. Okay, get it off me. It's back on. It's kind of like one of those on um, the brain slugs from Futurama. It just after a while, it just kind of like sits on your head. It doesn't go off. One thing that's interesting too, what they're going to do with Leia, is that much like what Warner Brothers did for Heath Ledger and the Joker. They're going to make this a, a cornerstone of the marketing for this film. 
Like, everybody forgets about The Dark Knight, but, like, Warner Brothers hoard out Heath Ledger for that. Like, the, the deceased Heath Ledger for that. Like, that was the cornerstone. Like, they marketed that film subtly, subtly, that this was the film that killed Heath Ledger. It was just such a deep, deep performance. The torture, his tortured soul couldn't escape this film. But I don't, they're going to make this a thing where come see Carrie Fisher's last performance. It's go. That's going to be a at at celebration next April. At I don't know if they're going to be at Comic Con next year. Who knows? Um, but at D twenty three next year, that's going to be there. Much like how they kind of milk that in two thousand seventeen with uh, celebration in D twenty three, they're going to do it even more so with this. They're they're going to try to do it twice. Because I know for celebration, Mark, were you there where they gave out the Princess Leia Carrie Fisher posters? Yeah, I was there. I think they're good. They're going to do that again. They are really going to. They're going to milk the death as uh, a way. To, milk her death is a way for marketing points. Again, I don't mean to sound cynical because you know what? It's an angle they're going to try to sell it that way. Much like the, the bad taste that left in my mouth after, like what Warner Brothers did with Heath Ledger and the Joker. Getting that vibe that they're going to do that with this again. Hopefully, Disney will be a little bit more tasteful with it. I can, I can still remember reading like the Entertainment Weeklies between like January 08 and July 2008, where again, that was just a headline, the film that killed Heath Ledger. Like I said, I, we're taking the cynical cap off now, because even though I'm getting a little depressed. But no, I, I, like I said, I, I'd love as much. You're give me as much carry. <laughs> Zenger, you're the Futurama expert here. How do you get the brain slugs off? Uh, they have to be like basically removed, or if you're fry, it dies from starvation, and they make a reference to the fact that that is the oldest joke in the book. <laughs> All right, because so, there, uh, there's there's at one point where like Fry accidentally knocks the one off of Hermes' head, and he's like, "Oh, thank you so much," blah, blah, blah. and then Fry's like, "Oops, you dropped your hat," and then he puts it back on him. He's like, "No, no, 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 no," and then he gets put back on him, and it goes, "Thank you very much. It was cold on the floor." That's what the oh, also, garlic shampoo keeps them away, too, apparently. Come listen to the Knights of Vader podcast. Uh, a free bottle of garlic shampoo included with every purchase. Of our free podcast. That's a Patreon exclusive. You get the, uh, if you're doing a dollar a month, you get the free bottle of garlic shampoo. Look for us on Patreon. You, <laughs> It's going to be a search. Not like our Facebook group where you type in Knights of Vader and it's the first thing that comes up. So anyway, guys, anything else you'd like to add to this? I'm excited Billy D. Williams is coming back. Yeah, it's a nice Lando. Yes. What will Lando be doing, you think, when we come? Like, why wasn't Lando involved the last two? Like, what, what do you think they'll be having him do? Because I need to explain his absence. Uh, they're they're going to uh, have to. They, they're going to feel compelled to explain his absence. That's a good question. The last time we see him is uh, in that. Uh, Han Solo last shot book, and he's he's getting married. He's getting, he's like on the verge of like about to get like married to like a not married, um, but he's like right on the verge of getting in a very super duper serious relationship with like his Twi'lek girlfriend. And he's still like I think he's not the administrator of Cloud City, but he's still like he has his own company. He doesn't run Cloud City anymore, but he's still like I think I don't know. He's like they, a board they took director back of Cloud, Cloud City. City. I thought they did, from, and that's yeah. what I'm trying to say is that he but he's not in charge of it anymore. He's like on the board of directors of it. Or like the Star Wars equivalent of a board of directors, but he owns like his own company that works on Cloud City. Is that an upgrade or a downgrade? Dude? Uh... I think they say he doesn't. He didn't want the responsibility anymore. Good for him. So, so, so is he still going to be a 
uh, like entrepreneur in the Star Wars universe? Are they gonna make him out to like he's out doing something? And like, are they gonna come out that he maybe he was somebody that was like a spy for the unknown regions for the Resistance? Yes. Oh, I want to ask: Do you think we're gonna get a name? Considering that with Luke's line of the Rebellion is reborn today. Are they going to start calling? Will the resistance no longer be called the resistance? Are they, are they going to call it the rebellion, like the new rebellion, or something like that? Or is this going to be still the resistance? Because hmm. JJ loves his nostalgia. I think there's a very real chance that he calls it like the new rebellion or something. He'll call it Rogue Squadron. Did you see in the comic they actually they they very hamfistedly. Uh, I guess gave that an official now origin story. Really? Yeah. Even though we all knew it was going to be tied to Rogue One, um, they they officially made it tied to Rogue One now. My brain hurts. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, Luke Skywalker, how do you think... Okay, now this is the million-dollar question. After the... Because one of the biggest uh, meta questions everybody's wondering about Episode Nine is that our... Lucasfilm and Disney going to continue on the path of where Last Jedi left off in that, not the deconstruct, deconstructing it, a deconstructionist perspective of Star Wars, which Ryan Johnson did. Are they going to continue that sort of thematic through line, or are they going to go complete nostalgia retread like like Force Awakens? Um, are we going to get new stuff like Last Jedi, or are we going to go right back to the Star Wars well of tropes and what we all... What, what's tropes. safe? What's safe? Because, God forbid, you take any risk anymore. Mark, yes. Uh, tropes or new ground? Uh, new ground. Is that wishful thinking, or do you actually feel that way? Uh, I feel that way. All right, folks. The, the Zach hat's going back on. Dang it, we, we brought this on ourselves at this point. <laughs> okay, that's gonna, it's much like how remember like back like in like like when they used to do like the like the 3D with like the red and blue glasses and it'd say like you'd watch like a movie and it'd say like glasses on. That's yeah. what you do with your Zach hat. Hat on. You put it on and it's like, ah, I don't want to put these on. Instead of giving you a headache, it just makes you depressed. <laughs> uh, I, I think what I, I have a theory. It's just a theory. This, this is, I don't want you to take this to the bank because I really want it to be wrong. I think they're gonna do they're gonna do a, re- a resurrection on Luke Skywalker. Boo! They're, they're gonna bring him back to life. Boo! Not, I, I don't know how, but whether it be a, a uh, Jesus Christ esque where he comes back three days later after the crucifixion, or whether it's like a search for Spock where they have to go find his soul somewhere. What other way can I torture you when you're completely wrong about this one? I hope I'm wrong. No, you're going to be wrong. I'm just trying to think of how I'm going to torture you this time. You know, that Luke Skywalker thing, and we all, I can, I don't know. He's it, the Force Ghost. End of story. No, well, okay. Well, okay, think, oh, this is the bind that JJ's in. Force Ghost is, is uh, an established trope within the Star Wars universe. Not a trope, trope's not the right word. Um, an established thing that happens to Jedi in the Star Wars universe. But. If you bring them back to life, you'll pacify all the man babies, and you'll be you'll be admitting to them that the last Jedi was a mistake. Which at this point, Disney is they've got to be. I, I keep hearing stuff here and there from different sources 
well, not sources, I'm on inside of it, but like from different things that I read in here, that like Solo's box office definitely spooked them. So again, if they bring back Luke to life, who's going to get mad over that? Me. Will you? Yes. He doesn't have to sit there. He doesn't have to go around swinging his lightsaber. It would just defeat. It's it's like, so death is meaningless now. Thanks. But, but he does. No, okay. Kylo sorry. Ren, sorry. Let around, me, kid. let me repeat that. Death is even more meaningless now in the Star Wars universe. <laughs> no, because so far Luke would be the only character that ever had this power to do this. What? To come back to life? Yeah. No, I think I think he can haunt him as a force ghost if it, if you really wanted to do something with it. Or okay, let's put it this way: let's say that Luke is a force ghost, but he's able to manifest himself so realistically because of how powerful he was. That he the other ones can manifest themselves pretty realistically. Okay, the but, point of having lightning. <laughs> but let's just say, for example, that he's able to he's he's so powerful he's able to transcend death. Okay, that's just ridiculous, and I don't know how I'm, people I'm, take that. I'm, sp- I'm thinking out loud. Maybe you should keep some thoughts to yourself. <laughs> nope, nope. We need, we need, we need content. We need, we need content. And considering that you're hocking loogies in my face, and Marcus, I haven't mode, done that in the past. I've, I've gotten like back on board. I haven't I've done got, that in like thirty minutes. <laughs> I one hundred percent am like no, and in the meantime, I will think of some punishment when you are wrong on this. But so I'm I can putting, have. I'm. I, it's not. It's a theory. It's not. It's not like Leia, where I'm. I'm putting my reputation to it. <sighs> Dang it! I'm just saying. I don't want Luke back either. By consider again. Think about though. If he's in the movie, whether he's a Force ghost or whether he's resurrected, six to one half dozen the other. If he's in the movie, the same amount. Who cares? It's just him being resurrected would just set a precedent of just. It's it's like the time travel thing. Well, Rebels, like I said, Rebels did that. Rebels did it in even the more uh, convoluted way. It's a story device that's now on the table that was never oh, there. Oh, before. what? So, so, so he didn't die. Then he got pulled out of time. He got pulled out of time. I, I, but I'm trying to. I'm not saying just that. I'm just saying that characters can escape through some sort of time manipulation. <sighs> I'm just saying, <sighs> in Star Wars, anything is possible. Someone go through that like 2011 book that Ryan Johnson has that he based that force projection off of. Maybe there's like a force resurrection. Mark, do you have that book? It's like a little slim. It's like a little slim blue book. Right. right. No, I don't have that book. I don't well, you have should any get Star it. Wars book. Uh, you know, pre Disney. Well, um, Mark, you, you're now our official Knights of Vader bookkeeper. So you know what? You're our God librarian. So I mean, we can pay Leland Chi, and you know, he can help us out. Man. Well, we can't, unless we have a budget. I don't know, Mark. How much money are you put into this? How many, how many Lego kits you giving up so we can we can hire put him on retainer? I mean, we can start a GoFundMe. I mean, he's I mean, he's already given up the um the Castle Millennium Falcon, so there's a start. Yeah, he's 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 gonna give up his uh, Lego maternity ward set. So <laughs> that's a really awkward set. Like Mark's like Mark walks into the Lego store and like whispers to the guy at the counter, "Do you have the Lego set?" Sir, this is the Lego store. We have many Lego sets. <laughs> you know, like the the, the maternity ward. Sir, you have to speak up. I can't hear you. If you think I'm talking about that Lego Friends, and you know the, the ones that's like geared towards girls. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> Legos aren't geared towards girls. 
Oh man, misogynist alert! Misogynist oh, alert! We're 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 not going that, that down that. Okay, folks, you heard it here first. Boycott Knights of Vader. Mark that Mark only wants um, maternity ward Lego sets. He does not want the just friend sets. Boycott. Write to his sponsors. Talk to his congressmen. Who else? Who else can we get? Write to the president. He'll definitely she he'll send out a nasty tweet about us. Uh, Don't uh, listen uh, to those Knights of Vader's guys. They're they're bad. Fake news. <laughs> But yeah, Mark, Mark, Mark goes to the Lego store and asks for the maternity ward Lego set and has to explain. To him I don't know. Like, I've now got the dil- mental dilemma: which is weirder, asking for the maternity ward Lego set, or being, <laughs> or asking someone in a bookstore, "Where is your erotic uh, Bigfoot fiction <laughs> section?" Not Second, book section. <laughs> saying, "Will you do me a, do a favor? Will you write the uh, the, the Chewbacca uh, chapter of that book?" Sure, I'll get right do, on that. Was there an entire thing this episode on like the Star Wars comic where like they mistake Chewbacca for a Sasquatch? Yes, there is. You should do that. That should be the. That should be another. That, should, that can be the Knights of Vader follow up to that episode. Sure, I'll 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 work on it immediately. Hold on, let me just type it right now. Typing it real time, folks. Thank God I wore loose fitting pants. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I, I thought you were going to say they already have the Chewbacca Sasquatch erotica in some um, holiday special. You're not wrong. Because <laughs> that was um, that was Itchy. Itchy had the uh, the, the masturbation chair. Yes. <laughs> oh, for the for the record, folks, I'm, I'm, we're going to make on top of a Star Wars Festivus every year. I'm going to make these two watch the holiday special and comment on it. That's going oh, to be another night. That's going to be another Knights of Vader. Uh, Holiday tradition. We're every year we watch the holiday special. I am going to find something oh, else that is the exact same length of time. And when you're commenting on one thing, I will make sure that I am commenting at the exact opposite point. We're going to do a commentary, so you're going to be forced to watch it. So I know that you can't be cheating. I'll have something else. I, I will find a way to make this less painful. Sorry, Zanger. Anything else you want to add to this casting? Oh, uh, what do we think about the three new actors? Carrie Russell, Naomi Aki, and Richard E. Grant joining the cast. Karen um, Fodder. <laughs> I'm not familiar. Sorry, with my bad. Bantha Fodder. So no opinions on any of this. Any Carrie Russell fans amongst us? I, I, I just, I don't see where, see that, see that's the problem. This is so early that it's like, what are they doing? Why are they there? Are they just interns? We don't know. Well, I, Zenger, you, you, you didn't play that as right as you could. When it came oh. to Carrie Russell, there's only two responses to her casting. One, Mara Jade. Two, Ray's mother. What the crap? It, it, it's a dichotomy. You only get two choices when it comes to Carrie Russell. I was saying what the crap in response to my computer having a freak out for some reason. Um, it's, it's still applicable, too. All right. Zenger's passing baton to Mark. Uh, uh, very familiar with those uh, the incoming actors. I don't have cable and I don't watch much TV, so I'm, I'm not. Uh, I, I guess one or two of them are from Game of Thrones. Uh, no, but thanks for playing. Carrie uh, <laughs> Russell's been around forever. She's done a bunch of stuff. She was in The American. She was in Free State of Jones. Well, Carrie Russell's done a little bit of everything. She was in Dawn of the Planet. Oh, she was on Arrested Development. Yeah, she's done a bunch of things. Uh, Richard E. Grant, he was, uh, most people would know him from either Bram Stoker's Dracula or Logan. Yeah, a bit part in that. 
Um, no, British actor. Been around. Been around forever. Or no, uh, no, no, no. He's not British. Yeah, uh, Swazi English actor. My bad. He's in the little vampire. Any, any, Wait. Any Jonathan Which... Nicky fans out there? Oh, they were in Game. He was in Game of Thrones. Richard E. Grant. Yeah. Oh, that was. Oh, that was. That was. He was right in Downton time. Abbey. Realize how I said Downton Abbey. Pronounce it correctly. He was also in Doctor Who. Uh, so yeah, I guess Mark sure. was right. Yeah. All right. My bad. My bad. Uh, and Naomi Aki, I think he's only been in a bit, uh, handful of things. Uh yeah. Oh, she was in that. She was uh, in Lady Macbeth. All right. Anything else you want to talk about this? Nope. All right, Mark, you good? Uh, I'm, good. I'm good. Oh, okay, he's back. All right, he's too bad. He was pre-ordering that maternity award set. Put the credit put the credit card down, Mark. No buying Legos after 11 p.m. Or else I'm gonna tell your wife. So concludes this episode of the Knights of Vader, a Star Wars podcast. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at KLB Podcast and on our Facebook group. Type in Knights of Vader into the Facebook search bar, and you will find us. If you like what you hear, please rate, review, and subscribe to us on iTunes or whatever podcasting platform you're currently listening to us on. For questions, comments, concerns, or snide remarks, contact me, Zach, on Twitter, at RogueKnight, K-N-I-T-E. And on the Cinemodities podcast, where we'll be talking unsolved mysteries, but not the Zenger episode. That comes later. That comes much later, which I'm still editing right now. Mark, where can people <laughs> find you? You can find me on Twitter at MarkFanPatriot. But you cannot find me on Facebook because I still haven't set up my anonymous account there yet. So You can find me on the Zingness podcast yelling about something pop culture related. Or you can find Zenger not being force resurrected and being a force ghost in Star Wars Episode Nine. Yeah, no, they just have Thanos come on out of nowhere and just say that and then walk off screen. They can do it. It's a crossover. Disney owns both. Yes, and then uh, Wolverine can show up and then the, the Navi from Avatar. Oh my gosh, it'll be a great episode nine. It's just gonna be No fanboy be... can be angry about this. No. You have Deadpool's in there, um Predators in there, uh who else can be in there? The Simpsons. Isn't Terminator owned by them too, or am I thinking no, no that's ter- no. No no one wants Terminator in anything else. Nobody anymore. wants Terminator film right. Terminator doesn't even want Terminator in their movies anymore. Alright everybody, have and a yes, good night. Those images do look like they came from a made-for-TV movie Indeed. with a bad budget. Bad budget. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Bye. 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 Bye.